What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your weekly movie podcast about things that have been remade, sequelized, redone, rebooted, remade, or otherwise not new. Joining me this week is Zane Guzelderly. Hello. And I'm your host, Blake Schultz, and we are talking about Rambo Last Blood. The final chapter in the Rambo series, as is promised by the title. Is it, though? Well, everyone knows there was no crusade after the last crusade. Yes, there was, and it involved <laughs> aliens in South America. There was no... There aren't many other last movies and titles, because I don't think they ever want to close themselves off. Well, of course, the Friday the 13th chapter uh, 5 was the the last chapter, I believe, and then it was New Beginnings in 6. Yeah, that's a nice way to get around that. Or 4. We're starting. 4 was final. You know, they, they throw it in there, because it's a moniker... It's it's look you're you're using it purposefully, right? It's it's meant to be the end. It's not something that should be thrown around lightly. And 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 listen, we're gonna wait to get to spoilers. I, I come on your show a lot. And I just I rush right to it. But I want to say this because I feel like having come from this movie, like I, I'm like we were driving home from a funeral. And that doesn't tell you anything that really happens to John Rambo on this this film. What his outcome is because, as far as I'm concerned. I'm done and this franchise is dead. This, yeah. this is dead in the fucking water and it is sad because we came from such high graces and have good sequels along the way. You you, you kind of mentioned Indiana Jones. I would hearken Rambo and the Rambo series to like a more modern day non-action serial, non-religious archaeologist, still a character within that gritty action series. And and now I know there's talk of another I know there's talk of a prequel. Don't sign me up. You've lost me, Lionsgate. You've lost me. Yeah. Well, it's just very clear that this character, I don't think, really relates to anything going on anymore. And now we're just pitching. Since Logan, I feel like we've just started going, well, if we cover the road over any character that's getting a little long in the tooth, any actor that might be, like, done with a role... Or that might pass away and the role will end. We now have to do this, like, brown-toned, like it's an Xbox 360 Fallout mm-hmm. game. They're alone on a house, and they're called back to action, and it's heavy, and it's dour, and it's drenched in who this character was, and it's the last tale of redemption. Well, I, and that's not what this movie is. I, I was going to say, I wish it was that. Well, I would have taken a two-hour cut that was a little bit longer in the tooth. And, and just gave John Rambo a purpose in this one. Like, that's what all of these movies really struggle to do, is kind of, like, wedge him in with a story, some commentary, and something that, that matters, you know? In one, it's perfect. And it worked with the times. He's this discarded vet that just nobody wants to give any fucking attention to. Not even the mother, or it's the wife, I don't know, of his one, you know, buddy that he is there to visit in the first place. In two, they find a way to, you know, to make it action-packed. And so, you know, Richard Crenna's character, you know, he becomes, like, this this mentor. He's always been a voice in every one of these movies, right? He's the one that talks him off the ledge in one. He gets him back out there in two. In three, he gets kidnapped, my oh my. But we play a little bit too much Afghani soccer with some kids. That's that's just me. And then we don't have him in, in Rambo. And Rambo was the film to be, like... Well, what, what is Rambo in this world without a handler? And what is he doing 
to be in this more modern, civilized world. And that's that's kind of the hopeful ambition that a lot of the newer characters bring. He tells them they're wrong. Of course they are wrong, and it is up to the old ways to, like, go and save these kind of, like, peace religious rescue workers that are kind of going upriver in Burma. That brings us to Last Blood, a film I'm not entirely sure we saw all of, Blake. I, I feel like the credits just rolled 35 minutes too soon, and then they just started running black and white pictures of the first film. Yeah, this felt like they were allowed to make a TV special. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what it was. It was the Rambo Come Home Thanksgiving special. Yeah. Rambo had finally come home, but there was trouble brewing in the, the south of Mexico. Right. The whole thing plays like a Brady Bunch special where we're going to like get everyone together one more time. It's a little bit longer than an episode, but it's not quite enough to be in the theater. But I think that shorter runtime is why I wasn't furious. Well, with the movie. that's the thing. It's become a more delayed effect for me because I am really upset with this movie now. We saw yeah. it yesterday together and I was like you where I was like, had I had to sit there a half hour longer with that shit, I would have been furious. They knew how to cut the cord so quick that I'm like, well, there was some incredible violence in Arguably, the last 30 minutes. Not quick enough. But then you have a pilot. Well, that's the thing. It's like you're introducing... 95% of an entire new cast in this movie. John Rambo is the only character. He went home at the end of four, and he was walking home to a house that had Rambo painted on the mailbox, which kind of led this kind of open-door conversation of, like, is that a brother, a sister, is that a dad, is that a relative that's still alive? Is John about to go have a normal life? And the truth is, we get no answer to that, and we have this entirely new Hispanic family he's just known in the time between the fourth film and this one. And it's their story. He's just taking pills and, and had enough plastic surgery to look like B. Arthur at this point, that he, oh, and he's he's been digging incessantly in the background. Hey, Evans, look, there were so many bad the, lines to set this movie up, too. The best one I keep talking about is, you've never shown me your tunnels before, John. Yeah, the, every, This old woman he's lived with, with nine for nine years. Every ancillary thing they put in this movie, they don't bother to explain to you at all. I feel we like are in left, the two-hour cut, yeah, it was done. But right. they really cut it. All out. They don't do any work to go, who is this family? Yep. Who is this girl that we refer to what? as his daughter sometimes? I, just to, and I other think, times uh, his niece. I, I love that you're bringing this up because it's like, look, I think I would lie the same way he lied when being asked so many times what his relationship is. You know, because you don't just go, look, you know, I came back and I was with them for like nine no. years and I love her and I bathed her, but she's not my daughter or I'll niece. i a like... This man's more your father than your shitty dad. Sure. You get into like a very adoptive family. There are families like that. Well, we picked you up. And that was the whole thing of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where they were like, he's your father, <laughs> but he ain't your daddy. I'll buy these themes very often because they're usually great. But when you come in and don't bother telling the audience, for a while, Zane, I just assumed Look, that this was his sister. In the three, and this was yes, his literal you're right. niece. No, you're absolutely right. And in the three scenes that the niece, the girl who ends up being kidnapped by the cartel, which kind of ignites this entire entire film only has three scenes with 
Rambo before she leaves. And the problem is, because this wasn't... He knows she would make a good horse wrangler. Uh, well, well, she's going to go to college, no, I don't, John. I don't even mean with the old one. No, every scene has a mention in a drive to talk about her leaving to go to college. I'm worried about college. I'm excited for college. You're going off to college. That's all they talk about. And in a more streamlined script, they would have been able to talk about other things. But this is one where I'm like, I, I can't definitely say it, but there's just... There were two scenes that talked about exactly the same things, and there should have been 30 minutes in between it. We should yeah. have been introduced to the bad guys, maybe the father, like some of the background stuff in the mission. But this film doesn't follow traditional script you know, structure because it's been cut down to have the biggest blatant moments of setup and then violent deaths, which that's what you're going for a Rambo film anyways. Now, if I walked out of there and be like, he only killed one fucking guy, Blake. That might make me a little bit more mad. I've got no complaint on the action or the violence, but this story was awful. And the 20 minutes it took to get to even him going to look for her in Mexico were like a how-to and not to start your film. Which was very sad, because all that setup was, was taken. Yes, And I don't yes. know how many times we can do that setup to just be like, and now action. This entire movie feels like somebody just went, I want Rambo to kill people this way. Does anybody have a 20-minute short film leading me to, like, tunnels? And someone was like, I do. It's basically taken. And the guy said, perfect. We'll just stitch those together like the bird rat that the Simpsons make. It's exactly what and- it is. It's like, it's it's It is... A third of a Rambo movie that never got made after Last Blood, and then they just kept arguing about the best way to package the information to make it work, which it doesn't. Right. Because when push comes to shove, when you live in Arizona and the villains are in Mexico, close to like, I don't even know, a thousand miles away, something like that. I get that they are into drugs and women and they probably have tunnels, but... When John Rambo talks about his tunnels for 25 fucking minutes and then the villains hop in a random tunnel and are now in the U.S. with a convoy of fucking spotless escalades, guns, knives, bombs, and like 30 men in tow. I'm going to ask some fucking These questions. And I AKs think that that's fair. As if they've just gotten 20 headshots you know, in that, Call of you, Duty. That, you keep bringing up these fucking gold AKs. Blake, they are just, they are... Oh, oh God! I just it's hate this movie so, so, so much. They're tacky Mexican drug dealers. Okay, they have so much money. Everything has to be gold plated. Everything, like you said, like you said at that point, there is an insightful scene where someone dies and the Mexican police are there, and then like this this entourage just show up with gold plated like AKs and they walk through the police tape and push the cops Which, around. And you're like, why? Like, and I'm like, Mexico. Why don't the cops just because arrest all the gangsters now? I'm not even gonna sit here and go. That's how Mexico is, Blake. That's how Mexico is in Hollywood. That's what they want us to believe. All of these cartel women raping kidnappers have everything and walk around without a problem in the world. I doubt that it's like that, though every country has their problems, but it's like this is the Hollywood version. I've come to expect these things since the mid-80s, and we're just, we're never going to grow. That scene would have made complete sense Without the cops. The oh brother just has it to show up matter. and be like, oh no. That's the thing. In all of these scenes that it needed to come down to and put a movie together, like, again, 
out of the short film you have, 70% of these scenes aren't needed. You, you, the script introduces a woman who has like been going after these, these women kidnappers since she lost her sister. And she pretty much just plays in the shadow until the script needs her to show up and like start saving him. Which is another weird character. This universe is so poorly explained that you now have an independent journalist whose sister was killed by this cartel who has their names, their addresses, their local whereabouts. She can get within 20 feet of them, but John can't for the first time because a pack of a hundred of them will just like start trouncing him. So if this is really a problem in Mexico... Why hasn't she blown the lid on any of this? Is she just going to follow them? Because she follows them for ye- for three years. Like, this movie and also then- ignores the typical scene where they talk about police corruption in Mexico. It kind of, like, which oh, you, you need it. And then John Rambo shows up, and it, she's just like, we have to move on. Like, you have been following this cartel for three years. And you're the now, last person. You're the last character in this script that says we need to move on. Right. And I'm you, just the viewer. You just you wouldn't say it. And then she just, without even really telling him where he is, is just sighs. And the next scene, Rambo's at the mansion, mm-hmm. which apparently she just has that information as well. I'm telling you, the time jumps were not deliberate. It's it's This is a movie that is plagued with harsh studio note editing based off of test screenings because they just wanted a score. And I don't think anyone involved is really happy with this. I don't believe no. Sylvester Stallone is happy with this movie because here's the thing. If you wanted to make like just an exploitation kill him movie, you, that's all you needed to do. Go start ripping off the other movies. Here's a prime example, Blake. In this film, as we kind of said, he gets a location on where these kidnappers might be and he just walks up to their place with a knife and a gun. They catch on to him instantly And then just decide to start kicking him. They beat him to a bloody pulp in under five seconds of, like, screen time. They cut to him, and he's just, like, bloody pulpy mess. And then to prove some kind of point, because he won't answer, he's got the picture of the the girl that he's looking for in his wallet. They also know the picture. They're like, how do you know him? How do you know her? He refuses. They keep beating the shit out of him. And then when they do find out, they're like, oh, no, we're going to keep you alive. Here's your torture. We're going to keep you alive, and we're going to fuck her silly and drug her up until she dies, and you will have to live with this, and then they just walk away and leave him there. Now, if this was a Rambo movie, and he was caught, you do what you do in two, or now that this is the fifth film, you fucking heighten it. In two, Blake, they ripped his shirt off, tied him to a coverless box spring that was just metal coils, hooked it up to a car battery, and then started interrogating the shit out of him while they electrocuted him. Okay, Rambo has gone up against disgruntled cops, the KGB, the Viet Cong, communists, Afghans, Burmese pirates. And they all of these all of these rogue galleries in the in the Rambo universe, they're all given enough to be menacing, you know, to 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 display their prowess or show why they are a, a worthy foe of Rambo. These fucking brothers get one scene where they argue with each other and then one of them dies. And it doesn't, it just, none of it really matters. None of it matters. Yeah. Well, I, they, they I, don't spend any time, because their setup is so bad. Because again, we go back to him having these tunnels that he then lets his underage <laughs> niece daughter girl 
party in with her underage friends who are all going to college. And, like, look, when they said this, I was like, okay, it's not that bad. She's going to have, like, three girlfriends over to have wine in these weird no, tunnels. This is like no, a no, no, the whole fucking party. high school graduating class is in these tunnels just drinking. With his knives and guns. Yeah, oh, they're not locked up. They're and, all on display in these oh, tunnels, yeah. as you'll later see. And then the only real explanation you get for why Rambo has been digging tunnels on either his property or their property, you don't know. I, he may have just assumed himself into this home and then was like, I'm going to go dig tunnels. Now, my whole thing is like I do a little bit more work with it and I'm like, OK, this kind of confl- conflicts with his pills because I don't think Rambo should ever be on pills. Though I'm, he probably does. Maybe it's for arthritis. He's that old. But then when he throws him away and starts killing people, I'm doubting it's for the arthritis. However, it seemed to me to be like a very like Charles Bronson-esque thing in The Great Escape with the tunnel build, b- building. Right. And I think that he always in his mind would would want to be the type of person that like had this shit ready to use. I mean – for as much prep as he does, and you've seen the trailers, this isn't a spoiler, for him to home alone this farm, per se, the tunnels are already rigged to blow at one point, and that's not something he decided to do. I think when those kids were down there playing Yahtzee and fucking around, those tunnels could have blown by accident. Zane, you're doing way more work than the writers did, because the writers' explanation for these tunnels was, he likes to dig, and he's weird. He's crazy, and like he goes down there and he knocks out some pent-up aggression. Because you're right, then we get to these pills that he keeps taking, and he's having these flashbacks to Nam and PTSD, which is what this entire franchise has been about. Correct me if I'm wrong, they're audio simulated, right? We don't actually see anything. Like white flashes, right, right, but it's all are, new footage. They're not showing anything. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I just wanted to, but it's, clarify. It's, he's in either case. He's having PTSD flashbacks, so the pills aren't working. No, uh, which he keeps taking, and then like violently takes like in the candy car. too. Again, this is Hollywood pill taking because you would never ever double down on a dose within an hour. Yeah, ever. he pops them like they're M M&M and M minis yep. when he's driving down to Mexico, and then would he like violently assaults the girl who sold his daughter niece friend to the to the bad oh, people. Oh, she wins best supporting like worst supporting character oh, of the we'll entire movie. We'll talk about her for She gets an it hour. though, right? She's the worst one, right? Yeah, oh, I don't want to like make that poor actress feel terrible, but it's like it wasn't you, it was the script and holy god, your agent should have steered you clear. But I get it. You're working. It's Rambo. I'd I'd do it too. I'd play that awful oh, part. It was so worst character. Worst so written. Bad. So sad. So bad. So he assaults her. He's already broken somebody's collarbone to the no, point well, of death. Well, no, he did not just kick them and break it. He dug around in their collar until he broke the collarbone, then told the pulled man. Pulled it out. He pulled it out and then said to him, you're going to tell me what I want or I'm going to break it off. And they can heal it which, or I'm going to break it off, which he then just breaks it off. I was like, again, though, if I went to a doctor and my clavicle bone was ripped out and like at a 90 you degree know, angle. north? Yeah, exactly. In Mexico, no less. No one's going to be like, oh, good, you have an HMO. We can fix this up. They're all going to yeah, be like, no. you're done. Rambo is doing all of this on his meds. That then, is a good point. He did throw the meds out, what, driving into the third after act? After that. Yeah. yeah he okay. like he leaves right. the bar and then is like, fuck these pills. So then they're really not doing anything. So, yeah, it's not like he stopped taking them to become unhinged. And this movie keeps positioning these more interesting than the... Old woman saying she's never visited his tunnels before. 
Oh, it was the worst line. It was in for the first five minutes. You've never shown me your tunnels before, John. And then I was like, okay, they're not related. They must be having sex. Yeah. Right? right? Like, I was like, again, there's they're no... They're close in age. There's no tangible reason why these people are related, except for her when the daughter niece is going off to Mexico to find her dad, they're like, you know, Rambo beat the shit out of your dad because he was beating the shit out of your mom before she died from cancer. They keep throwing these things at you to, like, make you care without taking the work to make you relate to them. As if I just sat you down and made a checkbox of, like, all right, he's an abusive dad, it's a cancer mom, and there's drugs. Now you give a shit about these people. And it's like, well, that's not how you build stakes well, we're not in a movie. These scenes we're only talking about these characters most of the time instead of like actually getting to watch them. And and it's just like, you know, we were kind of talking out like what's the inciting incident? There's 20 of them in yeah, this movie. Yeah, I mean there's there's so many and they're and they're all small and just like not big enough except for like my for me the biggest one is the grandmother getting the call that she's been taken and her letting Rambo know, which now right. Rambo's like, I'm going to go fucking kill some guys in Mexico now. And that's what he does. That's what he goes to do. I don't know. I just, everyone involved in this should be upset. Yeah. Not, you know, like upset, like, Oh, like you fucking failed. Cause well, they kind of did, but you know, like you made a movie. It's somewhat profitable. What over the weekend it's managed to pull 19, 19. Although projections were closer to 25. Well, you know, Downton Abbey just... Is the not, royal queen will not be driving We've with. learned that uh, for all of our gun problems in America, we would rather go watch people with nice manners than people with a lot of guns. You know, I think... Or space. I think more than that, I think it's the more relevant IB, IP. Oh, well, yes. And and we don't, like, a Downton Abbey film, like, especially... Like, I'm not a fan. I have a lot of family and friends that love the show, and when the show ended, it was this big deal. But they're like, oh, but the movie, and I kept hearing about this movie. Kind of like you do about any TV movie. You never think it'll be happening until you get, like, a Simpson movie. They're like, well, when's the next one? And it's like, well, probably never. Like, we got one right. South Park movie. It's like, and even in the live-action realm, it's even harder. They're mostly just TV specials. So for them to do it and get the budget and, like kind of play on what's more relevant. We get a space movie every fucking year. We'll get 20 more in the next decade. Right. And and with this, it's like, you can't make this an event where you put last in the title, yet you have Sylvester Stallone going around press conferences being like, I, I'm not going to stop till I die. We're going to do these movies. I have the next one planned. We're going to do prequels. It's like, then... I don't give a fuck about going to see this one. The real challenge in this marketing is like the last is there to like draw you back in one final time. So let's talk about that for a little bit, because I feel like more than anything else in this movie, that's become the real relevant piece. When you put last or end or anything like this in your movie, do you even buy that it's the end anymore? I never did with Last Crusade because of what that means. It was, that movie was the final crusade and they got the Holy Grail. We'll never, ever have another crusade for this ever again in their world. Yeah. Other people have looked at it as like, but that's the last adventure. And they rode off into the sunset. No, we had a television show, the book series and the cartoon series. Although never all end. of that was young Indiana Jones. No, but Harrison Ford did play himself in episodes where the timeline yeah. was congruent. There was an older one and it was all meant to be the tapestry of like, here's the hundred years of this explorer. And we're going to fill out every corner and we're still kind of right. doing it. That title didn't bother me. 
Now, the last chapter or the last Friday the 13th or whatever, I'm, it's escaping me. I just watched it. But when you watch those, it's, it's like Chinese chapter. food. You know, you're, you're yeah. going to have some more later. You're just going to watch it again. It is the last chapter. But then what's the next book? This is Last Blood, a series that wasn't even started with Rambo. Its title was just First Blood. And don't act like Lionsgate isn't going to come out with some big, beautiful, leather-bound collection of all of these and just call it The Blood Saga, Rambo, and then just fucking reprint it and do this all over again when we get the next one. Which I'm cool with if it... Oh, I'm just not, though, because here, look, we've talked enough. There are spoilers. Can we get into spoilers? Yeah, do whatever you want. He doesn't die at the end. He, he stumbles to a fucking rocking chair after he's pulled a man's heart out and has bled more blood than is in the human body. He sits in a rocking chair, and for the first time in the film, a voiceover of himself comes on, and he talks about how everyone's dead, but now he's going to fight on to protect their memories? What the fuck is that? What is that? That was the biggest fuck you in all of this, Blake. Because if they had killed him, I don't know that I'd be sitting here as much of like having like a tirade as I am. Oh, I think we would be just as upset. The movie would still be bad because when they killed Wolverine and Logan, <laughs> we went through this whole like yeah. new journey and we really like went back and connected to everything. And even for him, that was another character that like, Everyone was dead. There's nothing left for Logan to do in that universe. Especially when that Logan kills Professor yeah. X. It's he, just beautiful. He no longer matters. <laughs> this isn't about Logan. <laughs> right. But he no longer matters. And there's something about like the old generation dying off. Well, that's a thing. And like, his last thing, like protecting the new and letting them go. By that standard, we haven't needed John Rambo since the third film. No, we haven't. But and that he, was the problem that Four found in kind of having this conversation about really dark problems in a more modern PC world. This is just like family. And that's it. And in the worst way. Yeah, the Fast yeah. and the Furious movies do family better than this well, movie does. at least they does. all fucking have a barbecue at the end and like smile and well, I and see you, them all in the same scene together. And you buy that they care about each other. Like you sit there and you're like, yeah, yeah, no, Vin Diesel likes all these people. Also, Rambo in this movie like has one word answers for every character around him. Even when this girl dies in his car, he's just like... Oh, no. Here's my hot take prediction. When the DVD and the Blu-ray finally come out, it will be 30 minutes longer. It will have one additional kill. And they hopefully, hopefully give the director some chance to assemble something a little better. With that being said, I still know what the rest of the film will look like and it won't help. I was going to say, this is one of those examples where I go, if there's a director's cut, it won't be better. It will just be longer. Because if these are the most important beats in the movie, right. which is what they kept, there's not going to be like a 20-minute scene of the nine years. He's not going to be pushing this girl on a swing and teaching her how to walk and banging this old woman. You know, I also want to just – I also want to say that like he never has the Rambo freakout moment. And, yeah. and I mean that in the sense like because he does, he does rip a man's heart out. So check. That's there. I mean – the heightened acting performance that Stallone is known for. Like the one that like, you know, it's like Oscar worthy in the first blood where he freaks out for the first time at the end of killing all these people and just is just this lost discarded person in, you know, 1980s, late seventies America. That's great. 
what are we talking about here? Right. And I'm not even going, like you said, I'm not even going to sit here and try to do more work than the screenwriter should have done. Or if this was a product of company, you know, committee, and it was cut and fucked six ways from Sunday, which is how it feels. Worse than that poor girl, I'm just going to say it. This movie is just like, you know, they could have been held up in the same dungeon. Well, it's also just a shame to kind of put Rambo in the backdrop of... Sex trafficking. Every... Right, well, which, that. Is, which is now every generic revenge movie is, and uh, sex trafficking is a real horrible, awful, oh my, terrible it's thing. Ter- it terrifies but me, and I'm just, I'm not going to get kidnapped and sex trafficked. We are now at a point with it where it's like Peppermint, Taken, all of these not taken movies, films. three Taken films. Uh, the uh, like every single one of these is like, and then the girl gets kidnapped, and we're going to show you these dirty prostitutes and these rich. Ga- it these has disgusting no, locations with drugs. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has no weight anymore, and to take a character whose whole story was PTSD and getting over things and getting better and healing and not healing and having these freak out moments, and then toss him into the most kind of like generic tapestry to make an action movie happen in 2019 kind of misses the point of this entire character. And they keep throwing in these small things like, well, you know, he's digging these tunnels cause he's nutty and he's taking these pills cause he's nutty. Well, like, it's like, well, what does that mean? Like, here's another, here's another way to examine it. Okay. I saw him taking pills and my whole thing was like thinking about the current VA status of like some of these Americans that have served and have nothing and can't get help. Like, how did John get even get those pills? He's been out of service for a long time. And right. I know that the VA records and everything, it's such a big issue right now in trying to take care of our soldiers after they've served. And they're now just trying to live. Not just with PTSD, but with so many other things. And that is, is, is just getting breezed by in this movie where I'm like, that could be John's story. That could be a scene where it's just like we don't have to have another scene where he's talking to this girl about going to college. Maybe he needs to go reapply for his medicine and it's up. Maybe there's something about you. You had so much time to do everything with this character back in America and still fucking struggling, yet keeping it together in an old age. He gets no time to do any of it except to kill in the last 20 and my Burbank Theater cheered every death, which is disturbing. Which is weird. It's I, really I don't, weird. I don't go to applaud the horror. It just needs to be part of a tapestry in this like horrible film. But at the end, it all should triumph and have a message. There should be something there. Well, and I'm looking into an empty box. And they they skirt past anything else. Like, border issues now are even a huge thing. They have a fucking drone shot of the wall that's now up. And in 2019... No conversation about it. And that's huge. That's probably the first movie. I mean, I know Sicario showed what a border was like. However, at that time, I, I know that we he had we had segments of it up. One yeah, of them, exactly. Zane. He yeah. breaks down wires and is just yeah. done. And then the evil Mexican cartel seemingly just rolls up to his house. There's no work done to build what we're all. Even if you're not following the news and you're not like hyper aware of every single minute detail, you're aware of the border. Of the wall, of people getting across, of how or dying, all, or to dying get trying to get yeah. across. And this movie just acts as if you and I are like going to Chicago yeah. and back. Yep. 
That's exactly how I felt that they handled it. There was no there was no threat or pushback from the government. I even expected this movie to have a ridiculous scene at the end where the cops roll up on this now blown up. It almost would have made more sense for Rambo right. to go crazy on the border patrol and then go get the daughter to, and be like, to get I have in. To kill I have to go. People. You're right. You're right. I was expecting like law enforcement to roll up on his place and be like, everything all right, John? Like a John Wick moment and him being like they attacked me on my land. It was in my rights. And they're like, you're absolutely right. We'll send some ambulance help you with the cleanup. It's something fucking stupid. But it doesn't. You don't even get a fucking stupid ending. You get a non-ending with a voiceover that says that these sequels are never going to stop until Sylvester Stallone dies. And then he bleeds out some more in a rocking chair. And we're supposed to believe it's Logan. Right. And I'm like, what do you even do now? I don't now, think those producers saw Logan, Blake. I'm going to be real honest No, with I really feel like somebody walked into a room and was like, look, it's Logan, but for Rambo, which has now become... Remember when Batman Begins came out yeah. and like the buzzword for every reboot and remake was like, well, it's going to be dark and gritty. It's, it's going to be, be like Nolan. Grounded and realistic. nolan And now it's... The Road and Logan, and it's going to be the riding off in the sunset and these old Western tropes. And we've already taken that idea and watered it down so much where it's like, oh, all you need is like a couple desert shots and a character who's been doing this for 20 years and then play Johnny Cash and be on your way. Like, what are we doing? You forgot Logan worked because it was for that character. Yes. And because it, it that actor was Lee, he was done. They took everything from the last 10 years they never forgot who he was you would have thought that these people were like i just want to make a cool scene in a bunker and someone else was like could rambo do it and they're like rambo could do it who's rambo i don't know just tell them it'll be like logan well i never saw logan that's what rambo is yeah that's what it is to them it's not like look, look i'm sitting here talking as passionately as i am because i like had to be introduced to it by a family member and I watched yeah. it edited on television, the first blood edited for TV in the sixth grade. It fucking ripped my skull back, man. I mean, and that's like the reason that I'm out here is these like, I, I mean, like it's probably 50 to 75 titles now. There isn't just one, but you do have these pickup experiences that make you into the person that wants to write, create and continue to see movies a certain way. Almost warps your view, but it is the staple because we're not trying to do something new. We're just trying to do something old, but we can't even do that right. I'm also confused because they whoop him in the middle of the movie. You'd think that they would have just gotten like another group of 100 people and been like, everybody go to different sides of the house and we'll just surround him like we did last time and beat him to a pulp. Like you just did it last time. And now... Like, just have some people in the... Send more people to the barn. Don't just send the three people who pop. Get a bunch of people in there. Well, they wrote up with no plan. Yeah. And it was it was a it was a writer writing set pieces without clearly thinking That's of a plan exactly of attack. That's exactly what it is. It's just like, look at this cool and then stuff. Like, and then barbed wire cutting the face open. And then, like, spikes down in a pit. And then it's just like, right, right, right. Okay, but these guys with all these money and guns and every resource that they need... Uh, and as angry as they are, and they are angry, have just broken every national treaty we have with Mexico by, you know, invading us. That's what they're doing. Um, and, and now they have everything here, and clearly they're set up and established, and they're riding in, but they're like, we're going to go kill this man. We're going to go kill this one gringo, they say. But this one gringo, who was only, like, recovered after your beating for, like, two weeks came back directly and cut your brother's head off along with, what, 
15 other bodyguards. Right. So when you walk into that crime scene and you see your own beheaded brother and 15 of the best bodyguards you have, is your plan of attack just attack? No, it's not. You're taking such a risk to go to America and attack him in Arizona of all states. And there's no plan. There's no backup. There's no... Because I get it. If this was a movie that ultimately wanted to be a big crash bang showdown on a farm, it would have been 45 minutes of your runtime. And it would have had a sub story that could have fit a, a long hour of great television, a play, or or just a short film, in a sense. You know what yeah. I mean? They'd almost You'd almost write a second script just for this giant thing you want to execute. Yeah, you need like a... Not bullet points a of cool B shit. story, right, really. Right. There's no B story or C story. It's just John going. does pills now until the pills are gone. That's the B story. Right. He does nothing else. He just wants to be a good dad. And that's that's cool because in the moment where, he, you know, he gets the girl, we're well past spoilers, she dies in the car, which I don't mean, I'm not laughing at like, oh, I can't believe they did this because it's probably the best scene in the movie. It's great. Because she's still alive and he says that like, oh, raising you and being that father figure and being there for you has been the greatest stabilizer for me. And I don't know what I would do if I didn't have you in my life. And then, of course, she dies right as he's saying that. It's a little cheesy, but it is like, oh, good. I'm glad we were able to have at least one moment. One real scene about this relationship. But then even then it was like, what did we have before? Three conversations about college and him being pissed that she left and went saw his dad. She would be with horses. But she'd smell like a horse all day. That's okay for someone that wants to work with horses, right? We're eating up screen time. We got to eat up this time. I'm sorry. And he just looks eat your huevos, John. He looks so sad when he he has the. Does he? I couldn't tell reactions. Again, B. Arthur, all he's in the just face, sitting there with his like knife and fork up, like a like children's book shot of breakfast. No, that I and like. And just stays in it. Let me talk to you about why I like that. Because I feel like even though he's making and crafting the tunnels and weapons and bombs, he doesn't hold knives and weapons anymore. Again, this is me doing more script work. But I feel like when he holds a knife like that, because he's really, really fucking holding that knife. And I'm like, oh, are you thinking about every person you like stabbed in the fucking neck and face right now before you eat your breakfast? I love that. Let's do some flashbacks there. Let's give John Rambo something to do, because ultimately this is exactly like Creed 2. Rocky's already beat cancer. Now he's got to beat his own mild dysfunctional son who he could anytime pick up a phone. Rocky has to beat himself or his courage. I I don't know. But but again, that's Creed 2. That's a movie about a different character who's supposed to be the full character of the film. This is Rambo. And I just... They killed his, his adopted daughter and then he killed them times a million still lived and now has nothing to do and may he rest in peace because i just i'm hoping this box office this small tick down of five million is enough for them to be like hey let's just put out the leather bound collector's edition and call it maybe we'll come back to this after sylvester dies and then we'll do the prequel at that point blake it'll die in development hell like all these other terrible ideas die hard six with a young john mcclain because now that we've Done the the trope of the son and daughter through the 2000s because that was the thing forever. Indiana Jones had a son and and, yeah. and everyone had a kid that could leave on the legacy and start their new franchise. And none, and none of, of them, them ever did. Exactly. None of them ever fucking did. And so I get it. You don't want to introduce Rambo Jr. 
You don't want to start with some other young buck that ends up taking the movie and becoming new new blood well, look, because that's what it is, right? What we got new blood new next. Rambo new blood, new blood would be the thing. But now Lionsgate, you, I'll send you my email. After you this. have <laughs> other franchises that are doing in a modern day what Rambo did. Exactly. You have the John Wick. You have to. You, you have to beat your own this. films, and you have to be up and up on everything else that's coming out. Because even the John Wicks, this is the same studio. Right. You have to look at all of the action that Lionsgate has put out in the last two to three years. Hitman's Bodyguard. All of the John Wick films, and there are more. They do them at, at micro budget levels too. And when those films are doing better and are more enjoyable, then what should be a fifth, final, and grand entry in a beloved franchise? We just get piecemealed another half sequel that come back next time. Unfortunately, I'm now categorizing Rambo in the pay with your wallet category with Transformers and um, Fast and the Furious. I don't think I'll be seeing another one ever again. I think sometimes you just say what you say with a franchise and you're done. I think Rambo made its point by really two. We tried to do the comeback with four and I like four and it's But you like four for the same reasons that you like this new one. They got the death and the violence right but then it's just like struggling to put Rambo in a Rambo movie. And when you don't have a place for your main character in the movie, guess what? There's no movie. Well, and that's what they keep trying to do, right? They keep being like, well, where does Rambo fit in the new world? He doesn't. He's an old PTSD vet who just needs help. Really, this movie should have been like him in therapy, recollecting old stories we haven't seen, connecting to some new thing, and then him dying. That would have been, that would have been pretty good. We could have done what the... You want to uh, take the Rocket Man approach to this movie? I want to do what they did with uh, the second Tomb Raider video game in the reboot. where she's That's just, a good one, too. That's, she's just talking to the therapist about how awful all of this is. Because... Or even, like, Uncharted 4 is, like, the last that's legacy. the biggest challenge with these older stars is that the, pu- the public's conception of it is, like... There's no way that old man Sly Stone kills all these people. And the truth is, you're right. He doesn't. So then they stick in this other scene where they're just like, but look, they beat him really bad early on. And then it's like, okay, then he's on his deathbed because, again, he's a 75-year-old man who's barely holding on with his pills. And I get it. He's Rambo. You want to keep that legacy alive. This movie didn't do it. The last one barely no. did it, and I really think that this is something that just needs to be iced until further notice. Oh, yeah. Notice. I think we're just done. We're done for a while, hopefully. And we've been done for a while. The gap between four and five was long. High school, and yeah, it's... it's and the gap between well, three and Well, they claim that he's been with long. this family for, what, nine, nine years? Nine years. So it's like you could say this like 10, 11 years ago that Rambo came out. Yeah. That's a long gap to just... Yeah, try again to try to get like a younger audience who was like seven but that's when the thing, four came it's, out. It's something that Sylvester Stallone does very frequently with his properties yeah. and the types of movies he makes. Even if it's not a direct sequel to something, it really is a different type of thing where it is like, okay, but what we're doing here is we're making this type of movie. We're doing Prison Break, but it's an '80s action film. I've got Schwarzenegger. And, and the, the whole progression of that is like you can have a couple of misfires along the way. You ice it long enough. And the truth is when it's something that's beloved 20 years later and they now have kids that they themselves can take to that, they can bring. 
But when I have kids and they do a re-release of The Last Blood, I'm going to just stay at home with my child and show him First Blood. Yeah. And be like, and this this goes on to have a great sequel and not much else, bud. Because I don't need to waste his time. If it's something he loves and wants to go after it, you go after it. People look at me right. and like, why would you watch that? It's like, well, I watched the Halloween and the Friday the 13th series because I know exactly what I'm getting. I like them, and it takes me back to a younger well, time. Well, even that's about to have the, like, Halloween ends. So we keep throwing these, like, titles on. I feel like they're trying to market to us this great finale, but every studio has now conditioned us over the last 10 years to, not believe it. to go, why would you ever end this? What you're going to do is open it up, and you're going to do these other 9,000 sequels and TV shows well, and spinoffs. Here's the biggest thing There's about... There's no more weight to Here's the biggest thing over. about Halloween ends, and, and, and this will just be my little piece to throw to you. We've tried to end that timeline one, two, this will be the fifth time, fourth, fifth time, if you consider the Rob Zombie remake. Yeah. And, you know, and everything that's happened and how you consider it. These will be the last films we get to do with Jamie Lee Curtis because she will get to be too old. Right. So it's kind of cool that we're doing this. Let them end it and let it end. Because I think when it ends this time, unlike when H2O, H2O came out, we'll have a very hard time keeping it going. Unless these new characters and, like, you know, Judy Greer and, and all these new faces, they start to take it over. But what you could see for that is just another reboot. Right. I don't, I don't think... But and that's then, but not then, an ending. It's not an ending. You're right. That's just, like... But it, it is an ending for this specific timeline, that Halloween was a direct sequel to Halloween, and then they, they crafted, yeah. apparently, this so trilogy. So now movies are just comic books, where I just decide when it stops. Yeah, which exactly. Which is stupid. Where we get into the different multiverses and timelines, right. and what was this character doing on this night, which... Look, I'm all f- here for creative writing and branching out on IPs and, and other properties like that, but you really do have to know when enough is enough. And, and that's just not until the grosses go down in Hollywood, right? which we're seeing now. $23 million would have been the highest opening for the Ram- uh, Rambo franchise. They were banking on it. You could tell from the marketing. It oh, was really yeah. everywhere. They found a nice open slot they thought would be okay that was predetermined a long time ago. I, I do believe they landed on the spot before Doubt and Abbey. Probably. I and was I feel not like, following that. I feel like, and, and personally, I feel, because you have to, you can't have Ad Astra in the mix, because when this was all decided, Ad Astra was coming out in May, and hadn't had a trailer out, and hadn't finished its reshoots, and whatever they were doing with it, so this was originally going to be a weekend that was just Rambo, with the best possible counter-programming, Doubt Nabby. No death, all the death. American-British. Refined. Gritty. It's great counter-programming. Yeah. You throw in one of America's biggest stars in a, you know, we do this every year and just have it launch, you know, they made the same amount of money. I think if Ad Astra was alone, it could have made both of the box office totals. I think Rambo was never destined to get above 20. No. And I think the word of mouth would have done that. I think, you know, I think that there's just a lot of elements now where it's like. That's the other thing. This word of mouth is bad. Pitiful. Bad. It's not Golden Finch bad, you know, and I I don't like this shit talk original movies, but this is bad. This yeah. is this is not this is not lack this is not stellar this is lackluster this is this is a letdown and I think we're all okay with it ending oh I again coming home from a funeral I've made my peace with the character the credits ended he died in that rocking chair and he did everything he needed to and at the end of the day this is his story he tried to be a better member of society but was just always that kind of broken soldier that was probably broken along the way in the process I don't need a prequel. 
I don't need a, no. a prequel sequel that that gets into some John McClane territory. I, I don't I don't I don't want it. I don't need it. No. But I don't sit in the boardrooms. Yeah, we'll see. In the meantime, now that we've gone on for almost the entire length of the movie. Yeah, that that's it. This is this is the runtime of the film and then they just show you old black and white moments from the better films. Yeah, what a weird credit which sequence. Which is which look that credit sequence is like he, he dies saw in, in the, the chair. game and it was like they yes. did this cool thing where he signed off. I want to do it. I also do think that they did get into this with the best intentions of being like this will be the last one. And then Sylvester Stallone just openly out of nowhere was just like, we're going to do this forever. Ever did. I think this was always just caught last blood because we might not make any more, but we might. It probably was. I very, I don't I think. A, I have a little bit too much hope about this town sometimes. I don't think there was ever a script where he died. I don't think there was ever a, 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 an inkling of them being like, and then we'll be done. They just slapped last blood on it to be like, get him in and make him think this. And then when he survives, they'll be surprised and they'll want more. And then we can do the next blood. And Rambo then new Jr., blood. new blood. Ugh. So leave us a review on iTunes. Give us five stars. And then follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash Hollywood Already Did It. And uh, Hollywood Already Did It on Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>